the book of Hebrews chapter 11, and I really felt confirmation uh, several times during the week uh, to speak about this, and it's a very well-known portion of scripture. It's very important, and uh, it's very faith-building, amen. So we're going to read uh, Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1 and 3. So now faith, everybody say faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, everybody say faith. Amen. Amen. The elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things that are seen were not made of things which do appear. And I just want to speak to you just for a short period of time before Brother Matt gets up here contending for the faith. Let's pray right now in Jesus' name, by the authority of your word and by the power of the name of Jesus, we glorify you. Your word is already anointed, Lord. We pray, Lord, use me as a conduit, Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus. Anoint our hearing ear, Lord, to hear your engrafted word in Jesus. Let faith build, Lord. Let faith build in this house, Lord. I release the word of faith in this house, Lord. In the name of Jesus, by the authority of your word, and by the power of the name of Jesus. Everybody said in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. With that, you can be seated. In Jesus' name, thank you for standing for so long. Amen. Contending for the faith. Contending. Faith, we have to understand the scripture we had just read, literally says that faith is the substance of things hoped for. Amen. And the evidence of things not seen. I love the word of God. It's, it's the word of God by itself. When you read it or you hear the preached word. There's faith that, that comes from his word. And we have to understand faith originates from God. That's where it comes from. It comes from. He said he created everything seen and unseen. Everything that you can see. That's, that's tangible. Everything invisible. He created everything. In, including faith, it originates from God. Amen. And He loves us so much that He wants to give us faith. Bible says, the Word of God says in Romans chapter 12 and 3, it says, For I say that the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of of faith. Everybody say faith. He said he's given every man a measure of faith and it originates from God. Amen. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. Romans chapter 10 and 14. He said, how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? You're going to hear a lot of faith come from the preached word of God. Amen. There's so many different avenues that God can, can uh, uh, transfer faith to us. It's absolutely amazing. You can have testimonies. I, I know there's a lot of people. I know Sister uh, Martha. My goodness, you've been healed how many times? I, I, it's, it's, it's a lot, wasn't it? And, and, and I, I know you wouldn't mind me talking about this, but just to, to let your faith build today, Sister Martha, she had a bad report years ago. Am I not, not mistaken? Please correct me, but I, I think you had like a cancer report. Did you not? It would have been, yes. 
Okay, and, and I remember, well, actually, I wasn't here at the time, but I heard Bishop Bounds, he was our pastor, he talked about this and said one, one particular service, that particular service that God touched you, and that the, the Spirit of God began to move so powerfully, so powerfully in here that it, it, it just moved Bishop Bounds, our pastor, and he went ne- next door trying to invite a neighbor in during the service while, while the, the, everything was erupting and God was moving. And uh, he wouldn't come over, unfortunately, but uh, he came back and Sister Martha came up for prayer. Did you not? You did. And, and in fact, the matter is God touched her and it felt like a lightning bolt came down and hit her. The anointing had touched her. But the fact of the matter is God gives you the faith by different avenues, whether it be preached or if it's taught or if it's the word of God. He, he's just all for us. He wants us to have faith. God is faithful, isn't he? He's faithful. You don't, you don't have, to, have to guess whether God's going to do something. If he says something, he's going to do it. If his word says that he's going to do something, he's going to do it. Amen. He is faithful. And he is faithful. As I said, I want to be redundant. It's the fact of the matter is, the faith originates from God. It is. It's precious in the sight of God. and He wants us to have the victory. Uh, 1 Timothy chapter 6 and 12, it says, Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and have professed a good profession before many witnesses. It says, literally, fight the good fight of faith. Jude chapter 1 and 18 and 21. How that they told you there should be mockers in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lust. These be those who separate themselves sensual, having not the spirit. But ye, beloved, amen, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. If you seem like your faith might be failing or the devil's attacking you, all you have to do is begin to lift your hands. Doesn't matter where you're at. If you've got the Holy Ghost, start praying to the point of where you begin to speak in tongues. Amen. Because the Bible says, the Word says, that when you do this, it's going to build your faith. Amen. It's going to build your faith. The Bible says the Word of God is going to edify you. The faith is going to build you know, the Word of God, it says uh, time and time again, what well, one particular scripture, it says uh, that the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. It is. It's a sword. And another scripture says that the Word of God is a hammer. And hammer crushes things. We know that. But it also builds things. We have to understand it. And, and, and I'm, a, I'm a machinist, and I, I, I work with, uh, I also weld. I'm a fabricator, and I work with metal every day. And God is continually building on us, building faith in us. You have to understand, it's like, and I, I didn't plan to go down this, but the Holy Ghost is taking me down this avenue, and I want him to have, have his way. If you actually study, and I studied this out, uh, a samurai sword maker, they, it's, it's astonishing what they can do with, that, uh, with a lump of metal and, and heat. They begin to get the elements together. They have this, this recipe they go by, a silica and all this, the, the different steels and, and such. And, that, and that, uh, that samurai sword maker, he doesn't sleep while this happens. He doesn't sleep at all. He's got, he's got this uh, oven that's heated to thousands and thousands, about 10,000, 15,000 degrees. He gets that ball of, 
of a, a mass that, that doesn't look like much, and he begins to put it in the oven. And he gets it hot. He, he brings it out. And then he gets that hammer, and he begins to beat on that. And, and he begins to shape that. And, and it starts cooling down. He'll put it back in the heat again. And he'll bring it out again. And he'll use his hammer. And he'll start pounding on that thing. And over the process of time, anywhere up to 48 hours and beyond, this guy does never sleep. And, he, and by the end product, when he's finally done, is a, is a sword, a samurai sword. And history says that samurai swords, when they were done correctly, that they can literally actually decapitate a horse with one swipe. That's how dense the metal is. That's how strong the metal is. It said even in World War II that some of the, the uh, Japanese soldiers, some of their swords were built that way and that they could actually go through a, a gun barrel and slice it. The fact of the matter is we serve a God who never sleeps nor slumbers. Hey, and sometimes you're going to be put in a fire a little bit. You're going to have some trials come your way. You're going to have some stuff that's going to test your faith. Ask Abraham. Ask Abraham. He knows. And, and, but the fact of the matter is that God is there and he's tempering us. And he's just doing these little, uh, little taps in here that might be a little strike here or there. But God has never left you. He's still there. Amen. He's still there and he's still building. You're going to go through some junk and you're not going to understand why you go through it. Why am I going through this? Why am I going, why am I going, why am I so frustrated? Why, why this? Why that? And then God, here it is. He's there. He's working on you on the inside. That Holy Ghost is working on you. The words, you listen to the preached word. You're, you're reading the word. You're doing everything you know to do. And God's there. Never sleeps nor slumbers. And he's making a mighty weapon out of you. Because the enemy wants your faith. You gotta, we have to understand the word of God says that, that the enemy wants our faith. It's very precious to God, and it needs to be precious to us. And Jesus, he spoke to uh, Peter, and he said, he, said, he said, Peter, he said, Satan hath desire to sift ye as wheat. He said, but I have prayed for ye that your faith fail not. That your faith fail not. Amen. So there's something inside of us that really can't be taken away. We have to understand we've got to guard it. The Bible talks about the shield of faith. Amen. We have to, above all, we have the armor on us, but above all, the shield of faith. Amen. And the fact of the matter is, Jesus said, he said, when the Son of Man comes back, will he find faith on earth? And I say, thou knowest, O God. You know, God. You know. But he, want, he wants to ex, us to exercise our faith. He, we have this faith, and sometimes we need to stretch our faith. He'll, he'll put us in positions to stretch our faith. He will. Like, as I said earlier, I, and I mentioned Abraham. And God called him out of, a, out of the country. He said, I want you to go to a place that I'm calling you to. He had no idea, no clue where he's going. But he was led by God. He was in absolute idolatry. And he left. He heard the word of God. And all of a sudden, that faith came to him right then and there. And he began to walk. And, and, and over the process of time, you find that Abraham... And that God had gave him a promise and said that he would have a son that would come out of him. And out of his own bow, so to speak, an heir, an heir of promise. And he tells him at one point, uh, he said, you're going to have a son? And, and so the angels had came and gave the word. And, and lo, it didn't happen. It said about this time the next year, 
And lo and behold, uh, Abraham received strength. Sarah received strength. And they conceived. They had a child. And they had Isaac. And finally God speaks to him. And he said, I want to take your only child. I want you to go to Mount Moriah and offer him as a burnt sacrifice. And he goes. And uh, he takes his, his child, his only son. And, and he has his servants with him. And uh, they get to the base of the mountain. And, and he tells his servants that, he said, abide here and me, me and my son's going to go yonder to worship and we will return. He already knew. He said, the Bible says in Hebrews said that he, he even knew that if he, he were to kill Isaac, he said, God would lift him back up out of the death receiving Jesus as a type and shadow. And he was up there and you could almost see Abraham in, in your mind's eye. I, I, I don't think he was weeping or crying. I think he had the rope and he bound him up. He put him on the sticks. He's about, he about ready to light a fire. And he got the knife. He said, no big deal. He said, God will bring him back from the dead. He said, he lifts that knife up. And all of a sudden, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, yes, Lord. He said, now I know that your faith is perfect. Your faith is perfect. He said, look behind you. He said, there's another sacrifice that's more pleasing to me. And he looked and there was a, a ram that was caught in the thickets. The fact of the matter is, God's going to test you sometimes to stretch your faith. Because we have to understand we're in this end time, and, and God wants us to go. And we're in revival mode, amen, right now, in Jesus' name. Let's, let's pray right now while Brother Matt gets ready to come. Lord, in Jesus' name, I pray right now for faith to build in these precious people, Lord. By the authority of your word, and by the power of the name of Jesus, we'll not fail to worship you and magnify you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name.